Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, welcome. We are in Romans chapter 12. Let's do this. We, uh, we're continuing our journey through the book of Romans and specifically now, uh, and we're in Romans chapter 12. Uh, quick review uh, of kind of the, the, the uh, outline of the book of Romans, chapters 1 through um, 8 deal with the, basically the theology of the Christian faith. And then chapters 9 through 11 deal with sort of the, the people of Israel in, in light of this new salvation that is revealed from God uh, that we receive through Jesus. What happens with Israel? How do they play into this uh, sort of new chapter? And then in chapters 12 through 16, which we start today, chapter 12, 12 through 16, the last sort of section of the book of Romans, last large section, is really about the practical living out of, of the Christian faith. And so it makes a big turn, as we'll see right here in chapter 12, it takes a turn towards more practical, um, that there are some practical implications of the way we should live our lives based on what God has done for us in Christ. So, hey, let's get to it. Welcome, everybody. Uh, you know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. So uh, let's do it. Let's read Romans chapter 12. Therefore, whenever you read therefore, you got to know what it's there for. So what's it there for? All that he's already said, basically all of the, the, the first two thirds of the book. Therefore, based on all of that, therefore, I urge you. Brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Man, that's an awesome verse, dude. You got to underline that. Underline that. I urge you. What's he saying? I beseech you. <laughs> the King James, right? I beseech you. He's not asking you to feel. He's asking you, I, I want you to make a decision of the will. I want you to choose. I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view, based on what? Make this choice based on what? Based on all the amazing, merciful things God has done. That you were once dead, now you're alive. That you were once outside of the family of God. That you were once a wild olive shoot, and you've been grafted in to the family of God. And that he has amazing plans for you, not only now. But the present sufferings even are not worthy of comparing to the glory that he has prepared for you. In light of all that, that amazing mercy. It's reasonable to offer your body, your entire body, your entire life as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. He's not asking for a death sacrifice. What? A holy sacrifice a, that is living, a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Some translations say this is your this is reasonable. It's your reasonable act of service. This is not, it's not, it, look, Paul is saying, look, it is completely rational. It makes perfect sense to offer your life as a sacrifice to God, your entire life. It is, it is your reasonable sacrifice in view of what? In view of the incredible mercy God has bestowed on us. Woo. Yes. Yes. I feel that, bro. I feel that. It's true. It's true. Verse two, do not conform 
to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. We can't, you will never get to, look, I get this question all the time. How do I know God's will? Look, you don't know God's will by pursuing the pattern of this world. The first question to ask when you ask yourself, am I doing God's will? Or what, what is God's will? Ask yourself, am I doing God's will? Am I following him? Am I submitting to his lordship? Am I in his word? Am I seeking him first? Before you want to know what God's will is, you got to be pursuing the will of God. Paul says, look, if you if you as, as long as our minds are being conformed to the pattern of this world, we will never see the will of God. We will think the will of God is getting more, getting bigger, getting better. It's all about me. It's all about what I want. It's about all about my achievement, my my pride, my arrogance, my awards. And you will never see the will of God. But once we adjust our lives and we conform our minds, have a metamorphosis, it's the same Greek word that we, the same word we get our word metamorphosis, transform the mind. So we got to, we got to, can't be conformed to the pattern of this world. We got to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Then we will be able to test and see and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. But you got, you got to, you got to have a determined nonconformity to the pattern of this world. The pattern of this world. You got to say, no, I'm not going to be conformed to the pattern of this world. I'm going to be conformed by renewing my mind. Paul says that's where it starts. So all these things that Paul's going to say later on about these practical living out of the face is just, it begins with your mind. It begins with being a, having a renewed mind. Got to have a new, got to think right. Got to get rid of that stinking thinking. That smells like the world. What? You. Yeah. True, bro. It's true. True. Welcome, everybody. Glad you guys are on today. Welcome to this uh, daily podcast, special edition. This is only on the podcast. I don't know if you knew this, guys, but this isn't on Facebook Live. This cannot be found on Instagram. This is only. This is an exclusive. What? It's an exclusive. I never did one of those before. It's like my very first exclusive podcast release. <laughs> <laughs> and you're part of it How about that. So, hey, take a minute to rate the podcast, like it, subscribe to it. That's awesome. Write a comment, write a comment. If it's nice, write a comment. Anyway, so Paul says, uh, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. So when you got to remember, it's worth memorizing, man. Verse three, for by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. Hey, don't think you're all that. You ain't all that. Don't think you're all that. But rather think of yourself with sober judgment. That doesn't mean thinking less of yourself. It just means thinking of yourself less. Doesn't think mean humility doesn't mean thinking less of yourself. Like I'm no good. I'm terrible. No, it just means think of yourself a little less. Not so often. But rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. You're part of a body. What's Paul's going to make a point here? You're part of the body of Christ. For just as each of us has one body with member, member, with, member, 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 with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. Ooh, woo. We do not highlight that verse in our Bibles, people. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's highlighting that in their Bible. Look, you need to, though. You need to. 
each and e we like the one about we each have many we don't all have the same function and we have many many gifts different gifts but the part we don't like to underline is the part that each member belongs to all the others we belong to the family of god i hear man i tell you bro i hear those people all the time i don't you know i just mean jesus and it's just uh, my wife and I had this conversation about from a blog that she read recently, and I just was about ready to go through the roof about this blogger who was like, well, I, you know, I'm, just, I'm tired of the church, and I just have this really sweet fellowship with Jesus, and basically the Jesus I've created in my own image that doesn't make me do anything I don't want to do. Mm. Let me tell you something. If there's a Jesus that doesn't make you do anything, something you don't want to do, then you know what? You've created an idol. You created an idol. You created God in your own image. The Jesus that I love and worship doesn't care if I go to church or not. Well, the, that's not the Jesus of the Bible. That's not the Jesus of the Bible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not just saying that because I'm a pastor. I'm just saying. It's a fact. If, if the Jesus that doesn't care if you're with other people in the family of God is not the Jesus of the Bible. Because the Jesus of the Bible inspired his apostle to write that the members belong to each other. I'm sorry. You ain't got to like it. You still got to hear it. <laughs> Paul says we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your gifts. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. Yes, Lord Jesus. Some people, man, some people have to get these just different gifts. Some people have the, the gift of giving. They're just generous people. They enjoy it. God has blessed them financially. They've blessed them with the mind to make money. They've blessed them. Not, not just rich people that are generous. There are plenty of people who don't have, have very modest means, but they are extravagantly generous because that's a gift. It's a gift. Now, we, now look. Now, look. Just because you, you're not, some people say, I, I, I would tithe, but it's not my spiritual gift. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's like, I would pray, but it ain't my spiritual gift. No, no, no. There's some things you do as a Christian. Like you tithe, you pray, you serve, you meet with the family of God. You, do, you don't wait. For, you don't, there ain't just a few people who have that spiritual gift. But there are some people who are exceptional at it, honestly. It's, it's really how they how they are uniquely wired to serve the body of Christ and to serve the world. They have certain gifts. Some people have a gift of serving that, and they have a, or they have a gift of giving, a gift of prophesying, um, a gift of encouragement. Now we're all called to encourage one another, but some people just have a gift of encouragement. They see, they, they have a, a discernment about when someone needs encouragement and they just have a, 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 a wisdom beyond themselves of what to say and what to do. That's a gift. That doesn't mean the rest of us can go around discouraging people. <laughs> I'm sorry. My, my spiritual gift is discouragement. <laughs> you let them up. I discourage them. Then the people with the gifts of encouragement come back behind me and pick them up. <laughs> that's, that's what we do. That's, that's how every, every, every part of the body has a function. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not how it works. We're all called to encourage, but some people are just uniquely gifted to encourage, right? If someone's gift is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Verse 9. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Man, this is like a machine gun of the Christian virtues here. Things to do as a Christian. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. 
honor one another above yourselves. We're, we're in a series right now on one another's, right? The, uh, the uh, um, alelon is the, is the Greek word. Alelon. It's one Greek word, but we translate it as two words, one another. Alelon. Love alelon. Honor alelon. Honor one another. It's just all over the New Testament. This is one another, right? And you can't one another by yourself. It's community. So people who say, I just want, I worship Jesus and Jesus doesn't want me to gather with people. Jesus just does not want me to gather in the, in, in church. No, that ain't Jesus. That's your creation. Because Jesus of the Bible said 72 times you need to be one anothering and you can't do that by yourself. Verse 11, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Now you go back. That's why Paul says you got to have a different mind, man. You got to have, if you're going to be able to do these things in any kind of consistent, God honoring way, you got to change your mind. You got to have a, a, a determined nonconformity to the pattern of this world. You got to have a, you got to be, your mind's got to be conformed to the pattern of God. Verse 14 Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. That's hard right there. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. That was a radical statement Paul just made right there. Be willing to associate with people of low position. Now, we're used to kind of hearing things like that. But in the first century, it was very, in, in Paul's culture, you stayed with people of your own of your own social status. Or you tried to leverage up. You never went down. No one wanted to go down. Paul's saying, no, no, that's not how it is with the people of God. That's not how, no, we, we, we're going to have a radical nonconformity to the pattern of this world. We're different. We are different than the world. And so what we're going to do is uh, we're going to be willing to associate with people of low position. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Verse 17, do not repay evil for anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. I'm going to be preaching on this Sunday. This Sunday, I'll be preaching on this verse. It's the one another. Be at peace with one another. If it's possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. I love this because there's a there's a there's a subtle reality to that. It says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. So live at peace with people. If there if there if there's a situation where there's not peace, don't let it be your fault. Do everything in your power to bring reconciliation to reconcile relationships, to bring peace in situations. Don't be the reason relationships are broken. Don't be that guy. But you know what else it says? As far as it is possible. You know what that means? You know what that means subtly? Sometimes it won't be possible. Sometimes it ain't going to work. And so you can't make it. You know, you can only do as much as you can possibly do, but you can't go, you can't, there are some situations that are beyond repair. Or because someone is unwilling and you can't make them. So as much as it depends on you, which means sometimes there are parts of it that don't depend on you and you can't fix. There should be a little bit of freedom in that, right? You got to let it go. But as much as it does depend on you, do your part. Live at peace with everyone. Verse 19. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. Yeah, let God take care of that. He's going to take care of it. <laughs> He's going to take care of it. Yeah, let God take care of it. Don't seek revenge. As it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. You're going to have to have a different mind for this, man. I'm telling you right now. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. 
If he's thirsty, give him a drink. In so doing, you'll heap burning coals on his head. That part we like. <laughs> but having to feed him, I don't know. <laughs> Verse 21. Do not, obe- do not be overcome by evil. Don't let o- evil overcome you, man. But overcome evil with good. Good stronger than evil, man. Every time. Love stronger than hate. Good stronger than evil. It is. God is stronger than the devil. Praise God. All right, you guys. Thanks for being on today. Romans chapter 12. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Thank you for being on this special edition of the podcast, Romans chapter 12. Hey, let's pray real quick, all right? Lord, thank you so much for your word. We pray that today we would be uh, living sacrifices. Um, And this is reasonable in light of all that you have done for us. It's our true and proper worship. So Lord, help us to be conformed to the to your image and, and not to be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Lord, help us to be strong, to resist uh, the conformity to this world. Lord, we want to think different. We want to have a different attitude so that we will be empowered to behave differently. And so, Lord, we pray that we would be those who who love sincerely, who hate what is evil, to cling, who cling to what is good, uh, that we would be those who honor one another, Lord, that we would not be proud, that we would associate with those of lower lower position, um, Lord, that we would be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone, Lord, that we would be peacemakers, that we would be those that as much as it is possible for us to do, we would be those who bring peace. Lord, we pray that we give over offenses to you. We choose not to avenge. We choose not to repay. We say we we give it to you. We choose to trust you. We choose good over evil. We choose love. We choose love over hate. And Lord, we thank you for that. Thank you for loving us, for redeeming us, and making us new. We give you thanks today. I pray your blessing on each and every person who's listening to this podcast. May your grace and your peace fill them with abundance today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for being part of this Romans chapter twelve. Hope you have a great day. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.